and Gigi were like totally live. What's up, you guys? Can you already believe that like it's already January 10th? Like what the heck? We are already 10 days into the new year. Crazy. Anyway, today's episode, I wanted to focus on best friends and not just any best friends and nothing in general, but specifically my best friend. This is a self-indulged ode to how lucky I am to have the best friend that I have and why you guys are thinking. So there's only a few reasons why anyone ever does something dedicated to anyone, right? So it's either they're dead you know, or something amazing just happened, like they got engaged, or um, it's some sort of a celebration for them, like their birthday. And you know what? I would love to say that this is a just because, but I'm basic and it's not. Tomorrow is my best friend's birthday, and I thought, what better way than to do this ode to her on my podcast? So my best friend's birthday is January 11th and she turns 33. So happy birthday. Happy early birthday to you, Courtney. And she is my best friend. And I wanted to do a video talking about our relationship and our friendship because we've been friends since I was 14 years old. Courtney has me by about two years. And um, it, it's been a process. So I met Courtney when I was 14, a freshman in high school. It had to be like the first, I don't want to say the first day of school per se, but like the first week of school. And our school was kind of ratchet because we had to go through metal detectors and we had to put our bags on those metal detector, uh, metal detector conveyor belts. And I remember we were online the first time that we met. And especially when I was younger, I did. I was very oblivious to like RBF, which is like resting bitch face. I didn't know what that was. And that honestly wasn't even an actual quote unquote thing at that point because she and I uh, first met in 2003. And so like she did, and she still does have RBF. And it was just really, really funny because... Now, knowing her and looking back to how we first met, I really probably should have been more afraid to talk to her because she had RBF and she was really frustrated because we were all late because of the metal detectors. And it did not deter me from talking to her or befriending her because 14-year-old Gigi, if we talked and we had a good conversation, you are my new friend. So mm, good for you. So that was like the basis of our friendship. And I'm really glad that I didn't let, you know, her anger or her face deter me from talking to her because, I mean, where would I be right now? I, better yet, where would she be right now? Just, just saying. Anyway, so she was really frustrated and I had befriended her. So I would see her like in the hallways. And the funny thing is that I did not know her name the first time that we met and we didn't ask each other our names. We just kind of like talked. And I remember one time hearing someone say, well, calling out Annabella. And I thought that they were talking to her and I thought she turned around and replied to them. So for like the first year of our friendship, I thought her name was Annabella and so every time I saw her, I'd be like, oh, hey, Annabella. And this is just to show you what kind of a person Courtney is. She would just be like, hey. And I'm just, so like, I'm thinking this girl's name is Annabella. So Christmas comes around. 
and I get a bunch of cards and I am a personalize like a personalizer right so like I like to write notes in cards and I like people to really know that like I put thought into your gift or I put thought into this card it's not just some generic card that says Merry Christmas from this company and then I sign my name to it oh no so I put a little message and everything and I don't remember what I put in her card don't judge me and the only way you can judge me is if you kept that card Courtney so if you can produce that card then I will feel bad about not remembering what I wrote in it. But either way, um, I wrote something in her card and I wrote it to Annabella. And I don't really remember. I think one of our mutual friends, Danielle, was like, why do you call her Annabella? And I was like, what do you mean? Why do I call her Annabella? It's like, that's her name. And they both were like, no, it's not. And she's like, <laughs> like, yes, it is. And Courtney's like, no, it's not. My name's Courtney. And I was like, why didn't you correct me? And she just shrugged like, I don't know. So it was like, that is something that we crack up about legitimately all of the time. So Courtney and I became friends and I finally got her name right. And every now and then I'd call her Annabella because I was just so used to it. And then I got used to calling her Courtney. Now, like I said, Courtney has two years on me. So I want to say Courtney ended up graduating at the end of my senior year. And then I ended up graduating a year early. So I graduated high school my junior year and Courtney and I didn't have each other's phone number. So for that year, we just kind of lost touch. And then I, how it happened, I ended up going to the same college as her. And so I remember very vividly this day, I was walking towards my class and I hear somebody scream my name down the hallway. And I turn around terrified because I'm like, I'm new to this school. No one here should know me. And when I turn around, I see Courtney running towards me. And I'm like, no way, Courtney. So now, like, I low-key kind of, like, clung to her because she had already been at the school I didn't know anybody and it was like, oh, I have a friend. Now I don't feel so awkward. And that was the beginning of our friendship. Like that was just the beginning of everything. So we've been friends literally since I was 14, but becoming best friends happened, I'd say about two years later. So we have been friends for so long and it was so crazy because just as this new year was coming upon us and Courtney's birthday was coming upon us, we always try to do things for each other. Like whether we take each other out for dinner or um, even if we don't pay for each other's dinner, like if we just go out to dinner, we always try to do something for each other. And of course, on major birthdays like 25 and 30 um, and of course 21, we try to do bigger things, right? So this year... I go to Courtney, hey, what are we doing for your birthday? Because 33 isn't like a major birthday, like 30 or 25 or 21 or anything like that. So I was like, hey, what do you want to do for your birthday? And so she's like, nothing. I don't. And I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, I don't want to do anything. And so I'm like, Courtney, you and I have been friends for almost 20 years. I'm so tired of fighting you. So can you please not make me have to fight you this year and just tell me what you want to do? And so she sends me a text message back going LML, which is laughing mad loud. I don't know why I enunciate it like that. It's probably because I'm old, but that's cool. And I was really thinking about it. And I was like, dude, we've legit been friends for almost 20 years. Like we have been friends for 18 years as of like September. <laughs> like what? And it's so crazy. And so I started to think about like, all the changes. 
So last year, um, Courtney and I's relationship took kind of a change. And I'm not going to get into the details necessarily of our, like, what happened or anything. We didn't have a falling out or anything like that, but it was just a shift. And I wanted to talk about that kind of in a separate episode, but I just felt like it was so important to bring up because as you get older and as you choose different career paths and as your life gets into different and new chapters, it is a true test to the people around you. And they always say that, you know, there are three different stages of friendship, right? So you have friends that are either roots, leaves, or branches. So your your leave friends, they blow with the wind and they're your seasonal friends. They might be your friends for a couple of months and then that's it. That's it. It's over. Then you have your branch friends. They're a bit stronger than the leaves, but the minute winter comes, they get brittle and they flop off and they too float away with the wind. But then you have your root friends and those are your friends that stick by your side. Those are your friends that know everything about you and still choose to be your friend because they're not mandated to be your friend. They choose to be your friend. And guys, there's a lot of things wrong with me. I'm working on it, but there's still a lot of things wrong with me. And Courtney has chosen to still be my friend through all of those things. And of course, I'm much harsher on myself because I'm me. But to me, that means a lot. And I feel as though last summer was just really hard for me personally because I was trying to figure some things out. I was in my feelings. I was feeling a certain type of way. And it was the first time ever I felt like we were no longer going to be friends. Like, the first time that we both got into serious relationships, that was kind of weird. Because, you know, we were in college, we were working, and we had serious boyfriends. And so naturally, whenever we weren't at work or whenever we weren't in school, we would prefer to be with our boyfriends just because like that's the way the cookie crumbled and that was different like being in that phase it was very different and um we had to figure out how to work our way through that and then last year uh I was in my feelings and I was feeling a certain type of way and I realized that I was such an insecure person For so long that like there would be times that I would not speak up for myself or defend myself to other people for fear that like it would end something for fear that it would end a friendship or end a relationship and I would end up all alone. And as an only child, I'm not technically an only child. I do have brothers, but because they're literally in the teens older than me, like I didn't grow up with them. And I grew up by myself. I grew up as an only child. And I don't know if it's like a syndrome. Like I feel like either you get used to being by yourself and you prefer it or you have like fear of being alone. But I, anyone can have fear of being alone. And really anyone can prefer to be by themselves. I don't know. Maybe I was just making an excuse for myself. But either way, there were certain people that I just did not feel comfortable confronting about how I was feeling with certain things and Courtney was one of those things Courtney not one of those things but she was one of those people so basically I always felt like I was such a difficult person 
like I was very emotional um to myself like I would vent my emotions to Courtney because she's my best friend so I would always tell her like how I was feeling and of all the people that I know her and someone else I'd only ever been super vulnerable with and they never threw that in my face and I'd been not in necessarily like um monogamous relationships but just like platonic like friendships you know where I would say something that's pretty vulnerable and it would be thrown in my face and that was really 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 hard for me to deal with and I had to figure out how to deal with that and so the way that I chose to deal with it was to just build up like this massive wall like you know how Donald Trump wants to build a huge huge wall I had to build a huge, huge wall around myself because I did not like that feeling. I felt betrayed, I felt hurt, and I felt like I couldn't trust anyone. So I built that wall around, and the only wiggle room that I had between this wall, or this tower, I should say, and myself was where I harbored all my feelings that I didn't feel comfortable saying to people. And so last summer... I was in my feelings and I didn't know how to talk to Courtney about it. And so I did what I always do. I just retreated. Like I moved myself away and I kept to myself. And this is what I'm saying about like best friend, like best friend status. When I finally, finally was able to have this conversation with Courtney, it took like two months, you guys. Like it legitimately took two months and one particular situation um, or conversation that just she asked a question and I got so angry that I was like we need to talk and she was like okay and so like I had this conversation with her and I was like bro I've been feeling a certain type of way and she was like I could tell because like and then she started listing all the things that I do whenever I am in my feelings and I don't want to confront or address the topic and we had a really long conversation and I felt so bad. I didn't cry during the conversation, but I definitely, there were a lot of times when I did feel like I wanted to cry because I felt like such a bad friend. Like I felt like I should be able to have these conversations with her. We've been friends for well over 15 years. There should be no reason why I couldn't be honest with her. But like, I just, I felt like if I were to be honest and tell her how I felt, she wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. And Number one, just from an age standpoint, it was like, I really had to like think about it. And I was like, Gigi, you are too old to still be feeling this way. Like, and I feel like in that moment, I really realized that it was a big problem. Like, I didn't realize that that was what I did. Um, Like, you know how when you go through the motions of something, but you just don't know what the name of that routine is? Like, that had been my routine my whole life. And at 30, I was just realizing, wow, like, this is what I do. Like, and I was legit, I was laying on my bed last night thinking about it. And I was like, how many bridges have I burnt because of this? Because I felt a certain type of way. And I was just too afraid to say, hey, you said this and I felt this way. Let's have a conversation about it. And instead of doing that, I just retreated and I retreated so much that I forgot about it and I just no longer conversed with the person and 
that's how I was feeling. And it just, it blew my mind how much Courtney like knew me because like I said, she started spitting out all the facts and all the details of how she knew that I was in my feelings. And I said everything. I mean everything. Things that we probably had miscommunication about 10 years ago. Like I brought all of that up and Courtney just sat there and listened and she was like, okay, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. I didn't know that. And I don't know if she realized how much like that helped me in a lot of different ways because that was like the first time that I had had a real healthy conversation with someone. And I'm so glad that it was with her. Like, I couldn't think of anybody else I would rather have had that conversation with. And how much, like, her just saying, well, you should have said something. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were feeling that way. And it wasn't my intention for you to feel that way. And it was just such a freeing feeling. And, like, as the year from that point on has gone by, um, I was just at her house the other day. And I was like, dude, do you think that, like our friendship is also shifting because we're getting older and, you know, we might be getting closer to that phase in our life where, you know, marriage and children might be coming up. And she was like, dude, I don't know. Like, it was like the funniest thing, but it really made me think. And also it made me appreciate my friendship with her so much more because it's like everyone needs a Courtney in their life, like legitimately. Courtney is a textbook Capricorn. Anything you can think of that defines a Capricorn, that's Courtney, like to the fullest degree. And I guess some could say if you, you know, believe in that, that I'm a textbook Taurus. And, you know, Courtney will sometimes read about astrology and she'll send me stuff. And sometimes like I'll see something and I'll send it to her. And it was always so funny because it always says that her perfect match relationship wise was a Taurus. And so we would always laugh about that. And I was like, you know why? Because I bring you the fun. I'm the person that will come up with ideas and curate a plan. And Courtney is the kind of person that's either down to do it or is going to make sure that it gets executed. That's how Courtney is. And I think that's why we work so well together. And like Courtney is a true ride or die. Like I can't tell you the amount of times that like I've been in my feelings and I'm not one to really cry um, to other people. Like I'll cry to myself or like by myself, but I'm not one to like really cry to someone else, like, I would really have to be drunk, honestly. And there have been times where I have gotten drunk and I've called her in tears and she's like, nope, I'm on my way. And it doesn't matter what time of the day or night. And I remember one time, she's not one to cry either. Like, in the almost 20 years we've been friends, I could count on one hand the amount of times I've seen this girl cry. She's not a big crier, like, at all, at all. And I remember one time she called me in tears. I was in Brooklyn. And I was with my boyfriend at the time and she calls me in tears. It's about midnight or so. And she's like, gee, I need you. I was like, hold the phone. I was like, gotta go. I said, do gotta go. Like, I gotta go. He was like, my my boyfriend at the time was like, what, what? And I said, something's wrong with Courtney. I gotta go. And I will say any set of, well, that sounds bad. Not any set of men we date, but any guy that Courtney and I have ever dated has always understood our friendship. And they've always understood that we will not call each other and say that we need each other for arbitrary things. 
we are both stubborn that way. So if Courtney calls me and says that she needs me, I know I have to go. And in return, she knows if I call her and say I need her, she knows that something's up. Like she knows something is up because again, I will retreat and just keep to myself. So, I mean, she called me. I was in Brooklyn. I said to the boy I was with, I got to go. Do got to go. Like I got to go find my best friend. I got to see what's wrong. Guys, it took me four hours. I kid you not to get to her house. It took me four hours because I waited at one stop for two hours because the train was running local and it was after hours and the A train just sucks. Anyone who lives in New York, specifically Far Rockaway, knows what I'm talking about. Like, the A train sucks. So it took me four hours to get to her and I was communicating with her. I was like, dude, I'm at this station. I'm just waiting. I didn't have my car on me at the time and I wasn't smart enough to think, hey, I'm at the LIRR. I can just take this home, grab my car and drive to her. I was, I was so focused on getting to her, I wasn't even thinking of, like, the ways, the quickest way to get to her. So it took me four hours to get to her, and I still had to walk a good 15 minutes. <laughs> and I finally got there, and I was like, are you okay? What is wrong? It was, like, 4 a.m., and obviously she wasn't crying anymore. But, like, I stayed at her house, and I was like, listen, whatever we gotta do, we gonna do. Like, I got you. And that's my friendship with Courtney. And I think everybody needs to have a Courtney in their life. Like legitimately, you need that one person that you can be 110% yourself and know that they're not going to judge you for it. You know that they're going to be honest with you. You know that they're always going to tell you the truth, even when you don't want to hear it. And that's a true friend. There's a difference between a friend that'll tell you what you need to hear when you don't want to hear it. And then a friend who's like more on the jealous side and will tell you all the things that you don't want to hear when you don't need to hear it, like when it's not the appropriate time. And I value my friendship with Courtney so much and I'm so grateful for Courtney. And I always say that she's my best relationship. She's my longest and my best relationship because Courtney knows me, who I am, 110%. She knows my best days, she knows my worst days, and she knows all my days in between. And yet, she's still there. She doesn't force me to say anything. She can she can tell what I'm thinking just by looking at my face. She can tell people, you know what, give her some space. She needs a moment. She knows when I'm hangry just from my reactions. Like, she knows every little thing about me. And I, in turn, have learned every little thing about her. And... I am just, Courtney, if you're listening to this, because I don't know if you listen to my podcast or not, because I tend to just like do things and then not necessarily say something. And then she's like, dude, you're doing that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm doing that. Um, So, Courtney, I do not know if you're listening to this podcast, but if you are, I just want to wish you the happiest of happy birthdays. And I just want to know you are like the truest of true friends. You're my ride or die. And we are always going to go through the different chapters in our lives, but I know that none of those chapters matter, none at all, because you and I, our friendship was meant to be, because sometimes we talk about the different variables in our friendship, like she wasn't supposed to go to the high school that we went to, I was actually supposed to transfer out of that high school, and None of that happened, and I don't believe that things just happen, like, sporadically or just happen, 
you know, for no reason or even serendipitous, even though that's like my favorite word and I say it all the time. But like, I genuinely believe that everything happens for a reason. And I believe that there was a reason why you and I were supposed to be friends. And I'm so grateful for that. You always seem to know what to say when I'm upset. You always seem to know how to make me laugh. You always seem to just be there when I need you. Or like you'll randomly message me or call me or send me something on Instagram when I need to hear from you or when I need to hear or see it. And Courtney and I are always on the same wavelength. Like, you guys, it's not even funny. Like, legit, we'll say, hey, do you want to go have brunch? Okay, cool. We'll either end up parking near each other or we'll end up, like, and I mean all the time, and not even, like, really realizing it. We'll either end up parking near each other or we'll either end up, like, wearing similar outfits or the same color scheme or different things like that. And, like, we're just always so connected. Or, like, sometimes we'll be sitting down and, like, she'll say something. And I'm like, dude, I was just thinking that. Like, out of the blue. And it's just, it's so awesome to have a friend like that. Like, genuinely, it's so awesome to have a friend like that. And I'm so grateful for it. Courtney, you rock. You rock. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful to your parents for having you. I'm grateful that you did end up going to to our high school and that I did not transfer out because I didn't get the financial aid (laughs) because I got into a private high school, but mm, they wanted like Harvard admission and like um, she broke. So that wasn't happening. But I'm so grateful that all those things happen because if all those things didn't happen, we wouldn't have... The friendship that we have today, we wouldn't have the friendship dynamic that we have today. And I'm so grateful for that. And I just want you to know that no matter what chapter is next in our lives, you are always going to be my favorite. You're always going to be my best relationship. You're always going to be that best individual that I could have ever asked for. And I'm so grateful to you for that. So I can't wait to see you tomorrow. So in case you guys are wondering what am I doing for her for her birthday, um, I found this place to like dine at. I can't give you guys too many do too many details in case she is listening. I do want it to be a surprise. But I found like the absolute most perfect place for her to dine at. And I am so, 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 so stoked for her to see it. Courtney, I hope you love it. And if you don't, I've never been here before. I just read some reviews and like, it's not my fault. I'll make it up to you. But with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this ode to my best friend and also kind of a little look into my life because I feel like I talk about a lot of topics that can be, yes, personal, but I think this is by far the most personal topic podcast or episode, whatever you want to call it, that I've ever done. So I will see you guys next week with our podcast. Loves and likes ya. Uh, Bye-bye. Happy birthday, Courtney. Good talk. See you next week.